Hello, 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 and welcome again to What Should I Do Next, a podcast that addresses situational and physical life challenges that impact our overall well-being, interpersonal relationships, and life goals. The podcast is uniquely designed to identify and discuss, share and empower, improve outcomes, and always have fun. Hey there, guys. I'm your host, Lolita Carter, nurse practitioner, clinical educator, and behavioral health specialist. So welcome again to another episode. So, you know, the statement, I have a good life or my quality of life is great, is often based on status or wealth and sometimes even cultural position. Some cultures think, unfortunately, that they have it better than other cultures or your position you know you some might say well your position is your status no people think you know status can be you know your socioeconomic status and your position can be your position on your job you know or your position in any industry or the church or something like that and for example one who holds wealth may say my quality of life is pretty good And though, you know, it's based on how much money they have or let's just use money as as an example. They're comfortable. They're comfortable. I'm good. I'm good. I don't have to worry about stressing over, you know, too much about, you know, inflation because I have some money stacked up somewhere. My, 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 um, My financial status is above dot, 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 you fill in the blank. And... Actually, those on the outside looking in would be like, hey, he's, he's fine. His life is good. He has money. He don't have to worry about anything. Don't we hear anything? You don't have to worry about anything. He's got it good. He's got it good. However, I often wonder, if we're using that same example of wealth or the, the, the thought of sound financial standing or even for this instance, status, whether you be in a movie star or other, you know, if that was an indicator of good life or the quality of life why do so many people that are rich and famous commit self-harm behaviors i.e suicide we've seen a lot of this in the media why do they struggle too with drugs and alcohol or and they have this revolving rehab why is that if quality of life or good life is predicated on those things i just want you to know money will not always solve the problem or soothe the soul Matter of fact, let's say if there's a situation after you spend the time and the money and the energy and resources and the problem remains, what do you do next? Hello. Or if the problem remains, did it make you feel good? I mean, if we were, again, just basing everything on one of those indices, i.e. the wealth, you know, where is the feeling of a good life when the problem or the lack of the mental peace or hope or, or that sense of, um, you know, you don't have any rest. If that remains after the money is spent. So, yeah, I have a good life and my problems, you know, I can go to the store and I can do all of that. And, you know, some people do. I have to say this. They'll shop to soothe their soul. But once you shop and that euphoria is over, where's your peace then? Where Where is your peace? You still have that sense of hopelessness and or that sense of emptiness that remains hmm so quality of life really is a relative term it's a concept 
And again, some of the categories people use to indicate quality of life are health. So they might say, I have good health. Okay, all right. Or their standard of living as we indicated. But it also can be defined by the level of happiness. And so here's what we're going to really, I should ding my bell, but I won't. Well-being and satisfaction that a person has at any given time, that's relative. And this definition is extended to include your mental peace, your joy, and your hope. Isn't that something? Hmm. So if you who are listening to me examine your quality of life, you know, how would you look at that today? You know, how would you look at that today? And, and let, me, let me expound what I'm saying. Many people are in disarray. They are in emotional stress due to social demise, you know, their job or their profession dissatisfaction, and even their own personal changes, I mean, aging, you know, transitions in life and their relationships. So if you examined all of those indices now, how would you examine or how would you say your quality of life is? You know, think, think about that. Let's think about that for a second. And I have to say that again. I'm talking about if I, if you haven't looked out the window or looked at the news or looked around the block, there's a whole lot of social demise. It, it seems like the fabric, we've been talking about this one a long time, is just collapsing. And people are going from job to job. I've never heard more people, whether it be in my industry or other industries, say, I, I, I got to get out of this. I got to do something else. This is un- insane. Okay, so that's that's your social like that status, you know, to be in there, to be this, that, not uh, that status, you know. So my quality of life is good, and of course, personal change. And I don't know about anybody else. When you start getting older, you, you start kind of thinking more, and of course, when you transition, have transitional moments in your life, you reevaluate the quality of life, and obviously, again, those relationships too play a big part. So quality of life can no longer, this is what I'm, where I'm going with this, viewed, be viewed in the context of wealth, health, and status. But your peace and your joy, your sense of hope, as we're going through all these new life challenges and mounting stressors. You know, I, I go back when I remember at the inception of, you know, or, or the onset of COVID, people are like, we just got to get through this, and we got to get through this, and we're going to go back to normal. Please tell me anybody who's going back to normal. And I have said this over and over again. You may not have had COVID, but everybody was affected by COVID, okay? Some people got the disease. Some people have financial loss. Some people have mental crashing. Some people develop substance abuse and use. So COVID touched everybody. It's just a matter of how you were touched. So We're never going back to where we used to be. So, therefore, what is your quality of life now in the context of all of these mounting things that are going on in this life today? So many, I've actually heard, and you might have heard this too, people say, nothing will change, it's only going to get worse. Well, yeah, you know. There's a scripture in 2 Timothy 3 that says, in the last days, perilous times shall come. And perilous means dangerous, hazardous, risky, bringing or involving the change of loss or injury. How many mass shootings? How many things that leave you saying, what is going on? 
Okay. So if we no longer are defining quality of life by wealth, because guess what? Even the wealthy are, are being affected because there's impact here. Guess what? I have to tell you something. Wealthy individuals had loss during COVID, whether it be someone they knew who lost. My point being, quality of life is no longer based on that. Um, so what should you do next to maintain a quality or peace, if we're using this new definition, or hope in your life, knowing these things, knowing that we're in these perilous times, and they are perilous. I've never seen more injury that they can't stop. Okay. How do, I mean, how do you do, how do you define the quality of your life in relation to stress? Now, what do I mean by that? So in the midst of stress, quality of life being defined again as having hope, peace, and joy, so in the, in, the, in the presence of stress, do you have peace and do you have hope? Hmm. In the presence of the social unrest and demise and day-to-day struggles and work issues and disaster, do you have joy in the midst of these daily challenges? Not just putting on a happy face, but really having the quality, the indwelling of joy. Comfort. I'm talking about true inner strength, knowing it is well because you have hope. Now, we're basing this now, this new quality of life, because that's what we should do. And I have to pause right here and say this. Each one of you listening to me now know that people who are going through something and they are just going through mental anguish, they have no peace. They talk about unhappiness. And though one day it fluctuates from day to day, but the overall body of, of, of uh, you know, emotional, you know, being is, I just, I'm not happy. I'm just trying to get through the day. I'm just trying to do this. I'm just trying to do that. So a state of true quality of life today is how you go through daily challenges and hold on to hope, not based on all of that other stuff. You know, again, let me go back. If you based it on health, and let's say you're not feeling well, do you still have peace knowing that it's going to be all right? Mm, mm-hmm. For example, you know, a lot of people aging. When you're aging, there's there's a sense of fear sometimes because now you, you don't feel the way you used to do. You have to go to the doctor. You get a little frustrated, etc. But there is a scripture like also in John 14, 20, it says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth it, give I unto you. So let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now, you're like, well, wait a minute. You're quoting the scripture because you know what? In this day and time, when it's no longer about just your status, <laughs> because guess what? As you are up today, you could be down tomorrow. Um, it's no longer about how healthy you think you are. I know people who have gone to the gym and have had heart attacks and they were healthy. <laughs> it's no longer about your monies because guess what? People, they, there's going to be great ta- There's taxes and there's other things going on and people are now can't rest because they're concerned about their money. Hmm. But I love that scripture. There's a piece I leave with you. That's the quality I want. I want peace that even when I'm struggling, even when I'm going through, my quality of life is awesome because I have the peace of God 
which surpasses all understanding. And my heart doesn't have to be troubled and it doesn't have to be afraid. So quality today is based on the peace of, of God. I, I love that. You know, and, and how do you have peace when everything seems disjointed or disarray? That's that's the part that talks about surpassing all understanding. <laughs> what do you mean you have peace? Did you see what happened? Are you seeing what happened? What happened to this? And what do you see what's going on? But I got peace because I know it is well. That's quality of life. That's what people are lacking now. True essence, true quality. Hmm. Going back to the word hope, let's go back there for a minute. And hope is defined as something that you expect with confidence. So today, again, if you were basing quality of life, do you have confidence that your money's going to always be there? Yes, people have generational wealth. And by all means, don't get me wrong, I love money. But I'm talking about money doesn't solve all problems. I just told you that. It can fix some things, but when those things are fixed, you still don't have peace. Because all you ever do is fix something. And, you know, after that is is another thing. There's no peace. I know many people who are of a nice financial status, but their house, when I say house, their family life, is in disarray. I mean, so much discord. There's no peace. There's no peace. Anyway, does your status, you have confidence in your status? Let me tell you something. Everybody's replaceable. Trust me, I can tell you. Everybody's replaceable. There's always going to be one better, badder, and bigger. Okay? And based on anything that happens in your life, your status can change. Your health, well, goodness knows. <laughs> the minute we're born and we age, our cells age, we change, we age, we change, we age, we change. You know, I never forget when, you know, the older I started getting. First thing I started is my vision. I started squinting. I'm like, what is going on here? What the? What the? I'm like, I, and now I, I, I squint and my, my granddaughter goes, Nana, what's wrong? I'm like, <laughs> it's called aging boo. Okay, so I. I'm just saying our health is never going to be pristine. I mean, you can go through life and try to do the healthiest health maintenance behavior that you have to prolong your life and to avoid, you know, disease and pathology. But inevitably, we're going to get older, right? And we've seen people who are like live to be 100 and things. But listen, the quality of their life is not the same unless they have peace. Because the quality is they need assistance walking. They need assistance with what they call ADLs, activity of daily living, you know, bathing, da, 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 da. You know, even some who may be in their 90s living alone, they still can only do so much for so long, and they still need family to come check on them. Do, do you see what I'm saying? So, but if they have peace, because you know what? Though I grow old, though the, the you know, the outer man perish, the inner man, there it is, is renewed day by day. What is that inner man? That's that peace. That's that quality we're talking about. Because again, things change in an instant. And I, I have to say this, you know, under the under the umbrella of, of um, quality of life, people are losing hope. You know, yeah, they really are. And so that peace and joy necessary for a good life is fading. It's just, and I've said that a couple times over because it's so true. It's so true. 
why do you think people ascribe to substance? And I'm not talking about people always think it's of the low socioeconomic class. They do it for other reasons. Their quality of life from an environmental perspective is very, very uh, uh, saddened. And so they they look at quality of life because now I have to worry about gunshots and now I have to worry about this and I have to worry about that. So they have different. But guess what? Even in the context of that, their quality of life could be or they feel good about life because they have peace. They know that they will be protected. They, they know. But if they're living in fear because they have no hope, they don't think anything's going to get better. Didn't we say that before? Nothing's going to get nothing's going to change. It's going to get worse. But we need peace and we need hope. They don't have a hope that's going to get better. So that's the issue. What do you do next to improve the quality of life? <laughs> First of all, you reevaluate. You reevaluate. You start to realize what gives you good quality of life. Well, one should say my connections with my family. We've been talking about that forever. Just that there's a connection, but also your spirituality. People, and there's a lot of people who believe or have a spiritual life, but now that needs to be so anchored in understanding that I need to have a hope because that gives me the good life. That gives me the quality I need in my life to what, to what? overcome in the face of adversity what is overcoming that means I have joy I have peace do you know and again I've kind of mentioned this in previous and I'm going to pause right here for a second under that header you know people are so quick to pop and you've heard it before they got one more time and I promise you you got two minutes to get out of my face and a minute 30 is gone that's how people talk now or people are so quick to hit. You look at the news. You see such hideous things. And I don't mean just young people shooting. I mean grown-ups fighting at, at, at sporting events. And people are so quick to whoa. Because they've gotten away from peace. And they've gotten away from just that inner strength we were talking about. That surpasses, listen, you may oppose me. But I don't have to get all riled up about it. You know, even, even you know, if you're in a situation where you're dissatisfied with your job, you know what, I'm going to focus on the best thing that I can do. And I'm going to really try to rely on that peace that I heard about in John 14 and 27. I need that. We all need that peace. And we need that hope, too. You know, because we already said it. some people think things are not going to get better. But I have a hope because if we only have a hope in this life, we're men most miserable. We have to have a higher hope. The same, I have to say it, God who created the heaven and earth, who created you and I, who brings a baby forth, because that's a miracle. It's the same God who sees these things. And one day it will change. One day it's going to change. Again, which ushers me right into my next point. Build up your most holy faith. We're talking about what do you do next to improve quality of life. Build up your holy holy faith. Let me tell you something. Don't have faith in your money, okay? Because one day money might not be able to buy a thing. Let me give you an example of something. 
the war. They've been sending so much money on the war. Has it changed anything? <laughs> or has it gotten worse and they just keep sending more money? You tell me. Money hasn't stopped Russia and Ukraine from being in battle. Actually, the more they've been spending, the worse it gets. The more they've been spending, the worse it gets. The more they've been spending, America goes, what's happening? What about me? So that's what I'm saying. You got to build up your faith. You have to build up your faith. Quality of life being like, okay, that's going to happen. That's what's going on. But you know what? I have peace. Because I can know God will provide for me. I have hope. Because I know, he said, I'll never leave you and no wise forsake you. And I have faith that one day he's going to put these things to an end. Hmm. Sounds very spiritual today. But I have to tell you something. What should you do next? We need to build. We need to get spiritual. We really do. We really do. And when you hear things like the things that I've been discussing now, realize that the day is evil and things won't be the same. And here's the thing I want you to understand. What's going to be the quality of life for your children, your children's children? Hmm. So the best legacy you could ever leave them, going back to the other, what should you do next, is spirituality. You know, it's so important. Sometimes my heart aches because I wonder what's going to happen with my grandchildren. I, I wonder. But I have to teach them along the way, you know. And, and there is a scripture. Here we go. Deuteronomy 6 and 7. And it says, and it's okay to read this. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto their children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thy house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou rise up. That reminds me. I remember when I was a child, and my mom was a prof- my mom was a professional, and we she had three younger kids that had to go to school. My mother failed not to get us up and. She woke us up. I would crawl in the bed because I was the youngest of the three. She would read a scripture and she would pray. That's what she did. She did what that scripture just spoke of. She taught us and she was diligent. She did it every morning. I would be half asleep by the time she finished praying and reading. But I, but I, re- I remember that. What do your children remember? What would they remember? Will they remember, or have they, like if you have older children, what do they remember? If you have younger children, what will they remember? Will they say, Mommy and Daddy either had us get on our hands and knees when we went to bed and we prayed? Did Mommy and Daddy make sure we prayed when we sat around the table? That's what I'm saying. What do you do next? You fortify that sense of spiritual or hope or belief which will give them peace in your children. That's what you do next. You reconnect. So very important. And, you know, at at the end, you know, at the end of life, let me just say this too about that. At the end of life, what do they always do? They pray, right? (laughs) Isn't that something? Because that's where your, what peace comes from? Peace. They pray to give you a sense of peace and hope as you transition from this life into 
to a permanent rest. Mm. So what am I doing next to improve my quality of life? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Jesus is my quality of life. When I don't have money, I'm learning to have joy and faith and hope. When I'm sick and I don't feel well, I'm learning to believe, again, faith that God, he said, I'm the Lord that God that healeth thee. When I'm going through something, and boy, do we go through something now, let me tell you, woohoo! I want to have peace. I don't want to be disturbed. It is so, dis- it is so, what's the best word I could use in this circumstances? It's so, it makes my heart heavy when I see people going through and they use their comfort device as drugs or alcohol or other um, behaviors that can cause an expedient demise. But guess what? There is a remedy and, and or a cure that is not prescribed by a doctor. And that would be, first of all, understand what quality of life really involves. It involves the peace that surpasses understanding, the joy that can come from only a spiritual indwelling, a hope of an expected, you have confidence, there's an expected confidence, I got confidence here. That's what we need today because we're in perilous time. And I have to tell you, listeners, we're not going back to where it used to be. I, this podcast today had much of a spiritual connotation to it. And I say that because you've got to have an inner strength to have quality of life. You got to have peace to go through some of the most troubling times. And there are going to be some that le- never, never was and never, but right now is. So examine yourself and decipher where's your confidence? Is it in those other items? Examine what's your quality of life? What is it really in? And how do you go through? And look at your family and say, this is what we need to do next. This has been Lolita. Ciao.